Hi, Mokos. Welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we have an amazing and incredible guest. I'm so excited to talk to you and introduce you. We have Ethan Moyo. He is Zueth Petroleum founder, and Ethan is the president and CEO of Four Energy, and he's their director, for Energy director, and he's also Marhaba Group board member global investor and he's also a WBAIF senator and we'll ask him what that means. Ethan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're so excited to have you. And Ethan, can you let everyone know where you are um, tuning in with us live from today? I'm tuning in from uh, Zimbabwe in Africa. That's amazing. I've never been to Africa. I hear it's just stunning and so beautiful. Can you share a little bit like um like what your city? Do you have I mean I'm like so silly, but do you have elephants around you or giraffes? <laughs> <laughs> no, Africa is a very amazing place. I mean, if you want to see the sun, you know, you have to come to Africa. Uh, of course, you've got your animals, your elephants, your rhinos, you know, your giraffes. I mean, I mean, you're, you're, you're each and every animal you can find it in Africa. So if you want to find a place where, you know, you just need some air, you know, and connect with nature, you know, Africa is the place to be. Oh, I definitely am going to book a trip in the future and hopefully get to meet you in person as well. But I want to ask definitely. you, yeah, Ethan, can you tell us a little bit, um, you do so many wonderful things. So maybe we will ask, um, tell everyone about Zueth Petroleum. Can you share us about what is that and um, how you got started in petroleum? Okay. All right. Well, Zueth Petroleum is an oil and gas company uh, that operates globally. Uh, we operate in Russia. We operate in uh, Kuwait. We operate in uh, Southern Africa. So those are your South Africa, Mozambique, Botswana, Zimbabwe. Uh, basically, what we do is we're involved in the supply of petroleum products across the globe. We're also involved in uh, oil and gas projects that we do, um, or refining uh, petroleum storage sites, retail sites. So basically, we're involved in uh, everything petroleum. So that's what Zweet Petroleum does on a daily basis. Amazing. So you are the founder and president and CEO of Zueth Petroleum. So, yes. and, and your company is very reputable and oil and gas is your specialty. And um, can you tell us a little bit of like the different products? So some people don't realize that oil is used for so many products that we use daily, right? True. Very true. Very true. Yeah. And then also you sit on the board of Four Energy, which is a private LTD as a non-executive director. And you're also executive board member at a Dubai in London-based company, which is Marabout Group of Companies. And they have operations yes. in the UAE and Europe. And uh, so, yes. we, so yeah. Um, and then I, I promised our listeners that we would explain what WBAIF. So that is World Business Angels Investment Forum, and you're the senator, yeah. senator to Zimbabwe. Can you explain a little bit to our listeners what that is? Okay, um, the World Angels, um, World Business Angels Investment Forum, is a forum of um, you know um, highly uh, identified CEOs globally 
together with board leaders that have come together and sit on a board and discuss ways in which we can better improve funding in uh, different countries that are around the globe. So it's basically a pool of funds put in by world leaders and uh, CEOs globally, and they appoint senators in each and every country um, across the globe and invest in individual countries at, at large. So basically that's the World Business Angels Investment Forum. What it does, it, it, it's, its aim is to ease um, access to finance and to make uh, investment quite accessible to each and every country at large. Oh, and is there um, a specialty that the Angel Investment Forum is interested in or a sector? I think it's across all sectors, as long as one has, um, you know, a, a, a good enough uh, business plan, uh, business project, which you then submit to the World Business Angels Investment Forum. Um, and when, once you make it, then the investment is approved. So it's basically um, across each and every sector. We're not limited to... Uh, any industry per se, but yeah, I think um, once one has, um, you know, a good enough business plan uh, that's feasible and doable, um, I'm sure that they will be excited to invest. Oh, that's amazing, yeah. And um, I want our audience to know, like, you're pretty young, right, Ethan? Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and so, um, so are you, you're still, oh, your age is around 22, right? Yes, very true. Okay, so I want our audience to know how fabulous you are because just at 22 years of age, you are the youngest CEOs to ever run an oil and gas corporation. That's incredible, Ethan. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for that. Yeah, so and then, um, I, you know, you were also selected in the top five of the biggest youth entrepreneurs in your home country. That's yes. amazing. So everyone's probably going to say, whoa, you know, how did you start? Like, you know, okay. you know, can you tell us your path, your career path that, you know, led you to your passion about oil and petroleum and becoming the CEO of Zueth Petroleum? Okay. I think it, it started in um, 2016. We actually decided to uh, work for a real estate company. Um, this is the way I actually got, uh, you know, your usual business uh, methods and, uh, you know, built myself as a businessman. So my first business, in fact, was real estate. Um, but I was actually doing it to learn, you know, um, my, my first um, feasible business was part of that industry. But then I developed a uh, love for petrochemistry because at that time I was studying um, chemistry. And um, I had a, a, a certain love for petrochemistry. So then I decided, no, why don't I do something in which I love? I mean, I'm in love with uh, petroleum. I understand it very well. So let me open a company uh, within what I love. So I, I then thought about following my passion because once you follow your passion, you don't have to push yourself. The vision pulls you itself. And uh, that is basically led to where I am um, today. When I, I run, I actually own 60% of the company, of the oil and gas company. Um, and yeah, basically, I just followed my passion. And, um, you know, the sky, sky is the limit. Being a young person, of course, it's, it's not very easy. But as long as you focus on what you do, and you certainly achieve what you, what you desire. Oh, that's amazing. So um, so you started in real estate, and that's how you, you, you were learning. But you also studied um, chemistry in college. Were you at a college 
studying? Yes, this was in college, yes. Yes. Uh, where college did you go to? Um, it was called Alma Mater, which was in South Africa. Oh, South Africa. Okay, great. And that's where you started um, studying chemistry and you discovered you had a passion for petroleum and that was your love and your interest, right? Yes, very true. Yeah, yeah. And then so you're like, okay, so you, you, you just did a little bit of real estate and then you said, I'm going to open up my company and then just, just make my dreams happen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> basically, yes. That's yeah. it. So what was the biggest challenge that you had to overcome? I think the biggest challenge was, um, I think, being a young person and uh, being the youngest person, youngest CEO in the oil and gas industry. I mean, it's an industry that's well dominated by uh, the you know elders. But um, in, in fact, I came through with uh, you know new ways of business to turn around you know the energy fortunes. And uh, I mean, it was a bit difficult. My age was the most difficult thing, but I managed to conquer that because it's it's, it's not everyone who believes in young people. Uh, but yeah, I found those really believed in my vision. I stuck with them um, because, you know, um, the elderly don't have time, but they have wisdom. But the young have time and no wisdom. So when you bring the young and old together, we can bring something big. So then I found out that, you know what, in order to conquer this challenge I have of my age, let me acquire the necessary help from those who are above me. And we sort of just came together and the vision began, uh, you know, to move. And I managed to get to where I am today. Oh, that's amazing. And then, so was your family in the business of oil or, you know, um, was it, did you have oil in your, in your family or you were the first person to go into oil? Okay. Uh, well, my, my family has been a, a, a business family, uh, growing up, uh, we were all into business. Uh, mostly, uh, my family was into the pharmaceutical industry, in fact. Um, but then when I came in with the oil and gas, um, I then began that new initiative within the whole family. So it was something new, but in terms of the business method of doing things, it was not new to, to them and to myself, but rather the oil and gas was definitely new uh, to everyone within the family. Oh, so so how did, like, you know, um, tell, tell us more about your business. Like, how did you start? Did you have to find land um, and buy land and then start to, you know, find the places where oil, you can dig for oil, or what was your approach to your, your plan of action, <laughs> your business? Okay. Um, obviously, we have to start small, but keep the vision big. Uh, what I did was um, first seek investment uh, of $2 million U.S. million, uh, which was involved in, uh, you know, your, your, your oil and gas retail sites. I mean, those are your gas stations, your service stations, you say. Um, which is basically how we started to operate. And uh, we started operating uh, by buying uh, storage sites to store fuel and uh, sending uh, your fuel across uh, the region and so forth. But uh, we are currently working on, uh, I think my company is working on uh, an oil refinery project, um, which is in fact um, the first ever uh, to happen in my country. Um, and this has uh, secured an investment of about $700 million, uh, from uh, Saudi Arabia. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So that's so you just have this passion and this gift for business. And that's why you're you're definitely you're, uh, you know, a leader and um, just a standout and extraordinary. That's why you are, you know, an amazing entrepreneur. So I want to know, um, do you want to share anything else about um, your 
being a board member? How, what is it like being a board member of, you know, of Four Energy? Okay. Um, well, what Four Energy does, Four Energy is actually a solar company, solar energy company. Uh, so being a board member, in fact, um, I'm good at working with the team. Um, so it's good to bring in ideas with everyone else. You know, um, they say if you want to go uh, fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. And this is when uh, being on the board helps because um, you actually go far. You bring in ideas from each and every um, person who is involved. And once you've got many ideas, you know, you can uh, always come down to one positive um, initiative. And definitely it will work out. So it's very interesting. And uh, for me, it's something which I definitely love uh, to do. And uh, I'm honored and grateful to be part of. Oh, that's amazing. So, um, and um, what is your investment portfolio? Can you share some of your um, your interest in investing? Okay. Um, first and foremost, I uh, do invest in uh, first. My my first prior, priority is actually youth-owned um, businesses uh because i do have a passion for the youth because the youth usually struggle in getting uh you know um investment uh because most investments you know you need your security and so forth and most young people don't really have that so my first um investment rather my investment portfolio consists of uh of course oil and gas because you have to invest in what you know um real estate once again um i also invest in mining gold mining it's something i'm part of as well uh, the medical industry as well, medical supplies, etc. In fact, uh, the Mahaba group of companies where I'm a, a non-executive director is a medical company. So I do invest, invest in the medical field. Uh, as well as I mentioned that uh, my family was involved in the medical industry. So I've got knowledge in that industry as well. So anything medical, real estate, oil and gas, um, retail, rather anything that people need at every time. Because... Um, People will always need food, people will always need uh, water, people will always need fuel, people will always, always need a home, a shelter. So I basically invest in those type of industries. So if one person wants to open a supermarket, I'm the right person to speak to, you know. Um, so basically, um, I'm really open to anything. Uh, I invest in anything as long as I, it's guaranteed that it will give me at least uh, a 50% um, you know, profit margin uh, in the future. I like that. Um, 50% profit margin. That's amazing, right? <laughs> yes, 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 definitely. So, so oil is so, so basically, you know, um, is oil just has a bigger profit margin, even with um, the, all the battery cars and the, um, the, the laws that are going to be coming up. And because people are looking at like, you know, like the Teslas yeah. and the, um, all those Neo cars and all the cars that are going battery operated. But also people, I don't think they, I don't think people realize, but the batteries, um, what happens to the batteries, that's a big environmental hazard. It's not green, the batteries. They're very. It's, it's very true. I mean, uh, solar energy is not as green as it seems to be, you know, uh, but it's something that I think the world realizes as we keep on going on with it. You know, um, to each and every good thing, there's always something bad to it, you know? And uh, I think um, there's just all this ex excitement about solar energy, but yet we have, we have, we have you know, batteries as well, you know, um, battery-operated cars, etc. But, you know, um, there's always something harmful about something good, and that's basically how things are in this life. Well, I mean, there there are cars that can run on um, water and air without 
without oil and without batteries, but you know, that wouldn't be profitable. So the environment always seems to suffer from big business, but without big business, you know, it's got to make money, right? If it doesn't make money, then it's, you know, I mean, our, our world is, you know, I think it's all about profits, right? As much as people will say we care about the environment, because all, what do you think about Bitcoin and Ethereum um, and blockchain technology? Are you invested in any of that? Um, in fact, uh, this is actually a funny story. Um, I was one of the first investors in uh, Bitcoin when it first started. But unfortunately, I'm sure you remember the time that Bitcoin crashed. Um, if I'm not mistaken, was it, 20, between, was it 2017 uh, when Bitcoin crashed for the first time? And in fact, that's where I lost all my funds uh, that had invested into Bitcoin, funny enough. But uh, after that, Bitcoin began to rise and to where it is today. But um, I, I do invest in uh, cryptocurrency. In fact, I'm, uh, I've got a very close uh, mates in the industry, uh, one who has actually uh, studied on uh, currency known as the African dollar currency, which is backed by you know your Bitcoin, etc. So I am involved in it. But uh, because I'm more on hands-on um, investing into something that I can see, um, I can't say I'm fully into cryptocurrency for, um, as for now, but I'm still acquiring the re relevant knowledge. Once I get the knowledge I need, then I'll be full-time into cryptocurrency. Oh, amazing. So you, uh, there's actually an African a dollar cryptocurrency? Yes, it's called African dollar cryptocurrency. What it is, it's more than just a cryptocurrency. It's, it, it also involves um, like an online platform where people can buy and sell, basically like your Amazon, but it's, 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 it's um, an African dollar site, basically, where when you come and put your goods and so forth, and you can sell your products there, but then the currency you use to transfer is the African dollar. So it's basically like a, a whole um, Amazon, but then instead of using your PayPal, your credit cards, they're using the African dollar. Oh, that's amazing. And um, what is the, the website called? Um, I should be just African www.africandollar.com. Yes, I'd have to check uh, on that one. But it's www.africandollar.com. Yes. Ah, we should have a girl's guide, uh, a girl's guide, Bitcoin. Future moguls are yes, mo mogul yeah. bitcoins. Yeah, someone should like contact me and say, "Hey, we need mogul bitcoins, Marilyn." <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely, yeah. you should do that. Yeah, so it does. Um, you know, there's all these issues with, uh, you know, sending money across the globe and these regulations and stuff. So they make it very hard for, you know, high net worth individuals to send money across the globe. So what the African dollar does, it does actually limit, um, you know. The pressure from you know your normal bands etc because um you know you you are in the in the states uh, i'm in africa for now but if we have to then do business using the african dollar um you know we, we avoid all the hassle that banks bring because it's as if you're making um you're sending money to another country but it's as if you're sending money locally so basically there are no restrictions Oh, that's wonderful. Um, yeah, that's very that's very interesting. Like investing is very interesting. Like you're in you're you're basically almost how good are you at picking and um not predicting the future, but seeing like what the future holds and what products and companies will be disruptors in the future, right? Yes, definitely. 
Yeah. So, um, and some people pick good stuff. Some people don't pick good things. <laughs> it's very risky. That's why they say investments are risky. Enter at your own risk. Talk to your advisor. We just, we don't give out any advice. This is for only entertainment. But I want to ask you, so what are some of your um, achievements that, um, that you are just, you know, very, very delighted about? Okay. Um, I think one of my greatest achievements, uh, I think we mentioned it earlier on, like being selected uh, in the top five of the best entrepreneurs in my country. I think for me, that's uh, one of my greatest achievements because, uh, you know, I think in, in a population of, um, you know, the 20 million, if, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you know, being selected in the top five is quite amazing. And I mean, being chosen to also, you know, advise, um, you know, high need with uh, individuals, uh, you know, sec securing investments of close to a billion dollars, you know, I, you know uh, it's, it's a very amazing achievement and something that motivates me to keep going higher. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, that must be really exciting to be able to look at investments and um, say, you know, this one's great. This is going to be amazing. It could be changing our future to be better and more beautiful and 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 just, you know, make things better for everyone around the world. That's really powerful. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. I'm honored. <laughs> yeah and then um so did you um can you let us know what's coming next for you or, or do you have any big plans that are coming up um i think i plan on opening uh in fact one of the biggest um networks in terms of um entrepreneurs um i mean you know motivation is something that we really like in this lifetime so basically um opening a platform for each and every entrepreneurs um, that will come and receive investment that won't be as restricted as they are today. Um, so it's basically a family of entrepreneurs, but it's globally connected. In other words, um, you know, it's, it's, it's much easier to do business with someone in the state because you now know the person that side. So basically, I'm aiming to open a family of entrepreneurs that's um, with global presence, that basically, almost like the WBAF, but basically something that I run um, with my vision and I invest my personal funds in that place. And uh, But in terms of my business, I do plan on making a chain across the globe, um, hoping to have uh, Zoe Petroleum present in each and every country on the planet. Uh, that's the plan, that's the vision, and we're working hard towards it. And definitely, uh, we're, hopeful, we're hopeful that by 2030, uh, would have zero petroleum, um, you know, at least 60% of all the countries um, in the world. That's, that's, um, those are some amazing um, business, business um, plans for you. And we wish you all the luck. And then um, I, I, I want to ask you too, that you, you said that you're um, passionate about youth entrepreneurships and you prom promote investments of youth own businesses worldwide. So a lot of our listeners are young. We have our listeners varying from all ages. We have male listeners. We have female listeners. We have all kind of listeners, future moguls, future um, entrepreneurs and um, startups and business owners that are listening. So that they are, 
that people that are actually young youth that own businesses, that's really incredible. Like that someone can be so young, knows how to make an LLC or corporation, finds the funds, able to like, able to make a product. Cause I remember like in college, I was always trying to invent something. I didn't know how to start. I didn't know how to start because I was one of the first people to invent the dog carriage, you know, like where you have the dog and you carry the dog around, the little um, dog with the wheels and the little handle. I always wanted to do that. But I didn't know like how to put it, the plan together or I didn't even know about LLC, a corporation. So that's really amazing. Um, how how does one how do how does a youth uh, approach you? Do you have a company or how do you do that? Okay. Um. How 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 does someone within the youth approach me for assistance? Is that the question? Yes. Yes. Um. Okay. Basically, my my email. I can say it out if you, if you don't mind. Oh well, they can they can contact me and then I'll like we'll refer them to you so that way because okay. we, we don't like giving emails over the worldwide net you'll get spammers <laughs> you'll have like a million spams you'll be like oh it's very <laughs> I, I, we kind of like yeah so yeah or if you have like a website or something like that it's a little bit better so it can be like filtered probably is best okay okay um and the only website we have is the company website but uh, this is um. You know, exclusive of the company. This is me as an individual. Okay. So, um, what we can do is, you know, any person, you know, within the ages of, you know, let's say, sixteen to thirty-five, you know, that needs assistance in business, uh, you know, um, they can contact you. Uh, then that way you can give them my contact. Great. And then, um, so they have to be anywhere from sixteen to thirty-five. And yes. um, what country do you have to be from a particular country, or they just have to? Oh, no, no, it's, it's, it's globally. Uh, anywhere, you know, they can be in China, they can be in Pakistan, you know, they can be in Saudi Arabia, and, you know, anywhere. Um, I'm available. Okay, so they hear that, and um, young moguls, future moguls, aspiring moguls. See, we do our best to really help you to meet amazing people. So Ethan Moyo actually does um, help young entrepreneurs. Is there a young entrepreneur that you would like to share that you help that is doing well? Um, I think I've got quite the number. Uh, <laughs> but there's one, in fact, um, I've been with him from day one, uh, the longest. Uh, he's into mining. But he does mining in Africa. Um, I've got some in the UK uh, as well. Um, they're doing very well and what they do. But uh, funny enough, I mean, most of them that have come to me, I mean, they usually have big dreams, big ideas, you know. I mean, mining some that's very big. Um, so definitely, um, I do have some. Uh, one, his name is Mr. Nati uh, from uh, South Africa. He's doing very well in mining. Um, and he's been, uh, you know, we've walked uh, the journey together and, you know, he's very grateful because, you know, um, I support him, not just financially, but uh, the right advice when he's stuck through obstacles. So it's, it's more than just financial help that I offer to the young people, but it's guidance, you know, because I've walked the path um, and I've managed to actually acquire something, you know. So definitely um, any young person who's willing to get, you know, the full package of assistance, not just the funding, because you can get the funding, but you might not know how to utilize the funds uh, when something bad happened. So that's where I come, I come in there that once you, you, you then give you the investment, they also need to provide the help. Yeah. So is there any advice you can give to our young um, future uh, entrepreneurs 
and moguls out there before before we head out to go work on our big business plans and big ideas? Um, I think there's what I call blue sky thinking, uh, which is something that I have, uh, you know, uh, uh, adapted to. So blue sky thinking is when no idea is considered too good to be true. Now, this is a, a, a way of thinking that one big dreamer must always um, stick to, no matter how hard the situation is, no matter how hard the condition is. So you know what? Nothing is too good to be true. The moment you can think it in your head, you can touch it in your hand. So it's, 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 it's a point where you have to, you know what, don't get lost in your vision. I mean, don't get distracted from your vision. I mean, once you set your goal, you can achieve it, you know? So definitely, of course, the road won't be tough, but, you know, often the roughest of trailers always lead to the most beautiful destination. So, you know, if you're in the fire, why do you want to wait in the fire? Why would why don't you keep on moving? <laughs> you know, so basically, yeah, that's my advice to any young entrepreneur out there that you know what um, that vision that you have in you right now in your heart, you can definitely achieve it. Don't put it down because you know what um, the sky is actually not the limit. You know, there are stars above, so aim for the stars. That you know, if you might fall, at least you fall down to the what to the upper surface of the sky. So you know, dream big. And every dream is definitely achievable. Uh, Ethan Mayo, just amazing guests. I want to thank you for coming to the show. Moguls, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. You, may, you have made us a top 10% global podcast all around the world. And just thank you, everyone, for listening. Until next week, make sure you hit the subscribe, five stars. And if you'd like to donate, please do so. All the links to um, Ethan Moyo will be in the summary below. Thanks so much, everyone. Cheers.